0: I don't have anything funny to say well what's going on everybody this is the cover band confidential podcast podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in atlanta georgia behind a majestic image of joe exotic i'm adam johnson
1: and here on the moon dan ray
0: and joining us from all over the world this is our official first ever cover band confidential happy hour zoom chat um, featuring our friends Paul and Ben. Um, for those of you who have been listeners of the pod, uh, Ben is the front of house guy that I have been including He's in. Ben. He's the Ben. This He's the Ben. Man. He's from episode, I up uh, where we did the green room <laughs> chat.
2: Oh yeah. I forgot about that.
0: And also be, from man? other just moments of post gig, you know, experimentation and retreading he was there and for those of you who don't know um he is going to be the host of a new podcast on what could potentially become the confidential podcast network maybe maybe we'll just have to see Thinking so welcome to ben and Paul. my wanna...
1: neighborhood triad area of north carolina has been spindle 45 rocks and uh nice been a Regular listener for a long time. Came out to one of my shows once, and that was when we met. And I That's took cool. photos too. What's that? I took photos. Took photos. Yes, yes, good photos.
3: I was I was practicing uh, my uh, uh, concert photography when trying to. It was good. Get uh, there was a lot. There was a lot of crap in there, but. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing about photos. All the there is, photos as you can, and there will be a few good ones. Yep,
0: you got to get that shutter speed just right with all those moving objects and low light. It's, uh, it is no simple feat. Uh, Paul, I didn't. we didn't get around to talking to this. What do you play, Paul? Where's I, your role in the band?
3: Uh, I play bass, and I manage the band.
2: Oh, so you're Pardon? one of us. God bless you, sir. <laughs> one of
1: us, for sure.
0: I, I managed my band, too, until I hired Ben to do it for me. I need to find a Ben. All right, let me close all this other jibber jabber. To do, 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 we out here. All right,
1: aha, aha, what you have in there?
0: So this is um, vanilla infused bourbon Ooh. that I I made myself. Nice. The the infusion, not the bourbon. I didn't make the bourbon. Well. You know. I drank my last beer at um at dinner because hmm. we had Buffalo Wings and it seemed apropos.
1: I've got it's gotta be. I'm having um Odin Brewing's Hints and Allegations juicy IPA and it's quite nice. So, sounds very scandalous. It is. Their their beer names are fantastic there. Um Hints and Allegations is their IPA. They have a uh a double IPA that's called Tempest and a Tulip. hmm Which is nice. Have you been there, Paul? Uh, to where? Odin Brewing. No, not yet. It's really good. It's really good.
0: And I'm not up that
3: way, uh, Paul. Are you? Are you from the uh, from up his way? Yeah, I actually, I think work a stone's throw from where uh, Dan works. Oh, really? Greensboro. I work by the airport. All right. We're
1: My office used to be very, very close to the airport. Now it's we're actually in High Point. Now we're on we're on um, okay. Piedmont Parkway now. So it'd be quite a quite a quite a stones throw, but yeah, not far anyway. It's the point. So I've been on these Zoom meetings all my last month, and the thing that keeps as I look at myself as I am right now, what keeps striking me is how crooked my glasses are and how much I really <laughs> need my glasses to be fixed because they're just really crooked and it's not great. Oh well, I'm just gonna do this because they're bugging me. Yeah.
0: So we have been doing just home project after home project. Um, my little unfinished workout slash rehearsal dungeon is like the only place that's like safe from revision. Um, but like our, my office is literally like where the dining, like if you were in like an eighties house, it's like where the dining room is, which is right in the middle of the house. It's between like the, the living room and the kitchen. And we decided we were going to, and by we, I mean Amber, um, decided that we were going to paint it and rearrange it. Yeah, And, but I mean, that's where my station is for like working remote. So like halfway through the day, I have to like get up and like move my desk from one wall to the next and like unplug everything and replug everything else back in. It's,
1: it's great. It was great. Sounds it great. was great. It sounds great. It does. It does. We have big plans about painting rooms that have not <clears throat> yet been. Um, um, it's just a lack of gumption, I think is really what it has come down to. So maybe we need to borrow Amber
0: uh you do because she's running out of rooms to overhaul at our house
1: we need some overhaul yeah if she can do it while staying six feet away from us then
0: yeah that's i I don't know so the last thing that we did is so our 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 youngest turns five tomorrow nice and um of course he threw an ever-loving fit tonight and so he went to bed you know difficultly
1: in disgrace
0: Yes. Tarnished his hmm. reputation. Um, and so, but his big present is like one of those big, like kind of like woven swing things, like the big circular swings that you yeah. see. At playgrounds. Oh, yeah. So, um, after trying to like knot the rope and like throw it over the branch, I got my neighbor and his 24 foot ladder and I climbed the tree as a person who is like violently afraid of heights. (laughs) Well done. And I was like, did anybody take a picture? And Amber's like, you were in a bad mood and I didn't want to, I wasn't going to shoot. I mean, and she was right. I was in a very bad mood because I was about to climb up a very high ladder. And like everybody on like both sides of our house, like both neighbors on either side were like watching me, which of course is maybe they got exactly what you want when you're about to do something super stressful and potentially embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I see a person. Who is this? Is this Ben? Yeah, it's Ben. Benjamin. Eh? I got my my SM7 too. Check Super me jelly. out.
1: Super jelly.
0: You there, Ben? So Ben is the new host of the production podcast yet to be named.
1: Oh, this is Ben. This is the Ben. This He's is this is front. This is front of, is front of uh, house Ben. Wow, good to meet you, Ben. Wow, hi. Yeah, well, it's weird
2: actually because I've heard your voice for so long. It's <laughs> one of those voices that I, like, I have in my brain. Yes, yeah, that's terrifying. But thank you. <laughs> good. Your voice is probably better to mix than Adams is though.
3: What
2: are
0: you talking about? My voice is consistent. It's not super <laughs> dynamic. It, it like cuts right through. Oh, he's no. just used to doing it more for me, I guess
2: that is very true, very true yeah that is very true nice sm seven there Adam
0: thank you. it costs three hundred dollars, which is a pretty good deal all mm. things considered
2: say so four hundred new one years as well <laughs>
0: yep so the 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 impetus to that was i got i got a bite on the um on the Roland guy wanted to do thirteen. fourteen 1300 plus 100 shipping and i countered with 1400 plus 100 shipping and he took it nice so all of a sudden this guitar that i was pretty certain i was going to die with has to be out the door by you know saturday so nice i did record we're doing uh, like a my Sharona, die corona video for the band and i did shoot my footage with that guitar knowing that it was going to be gone soon so
2: nice I, I just can't get over the, have like screen of Tiger King. That's, I know, right?
0: It's magical. So cool. it, it it's the perfect mix of the, all of the things that I love. <laughs> I had like the other background, but this one's way better.
1: It is good. I've been playing with them too. I, I kind of like this guy.
2: Oh, that's nice. Ooh,
1: make it so. Yeah, yeah. We appropriate. This one's very, very timely. I'm going uh, to.
0: Hey, say something, Dan.
1: Something, Dan. All
0: right, so I'm going to just take a screenshot of this and then post it. Good. On the Facebook page so Good. people know
1: Good. What the, like the hell's going or, down? Where where is that? Is that a theater in particular? A Cathedral of some kind.
2: Uh, Carnegie Hall. Carnegie, Carnegie Hall. I know how to get there. Practice. You guys all have green screens or something?
0: No, Zoom yeah. just does this. I have a, I'm I mean, I'm in front of my green screen. You too. But I, it's not necessary.
1: You can tell that I'm in front of mine because it's not quite wide enough to get the whole corners of my video. What's up,
0: dude? <laughs> yeah, there you go. What
1: are you looking for? Point, and my, my video is not paper like, is right there.
0: Hey, you guys want to say hi to it. Oliver? Yeah. I think come come in. in a, there he is. Hi. Hey, buddy. You see, uh, that's, where, that's us up there. Can yeah. you say hi? Hey. Hi. Hey, man. So that's Mr. Dan. There's okay. Mr. Ben. You know Mr. Ben. Yeah, And then that's Mr. Paul. Yes. Who, who we don't know. We just met him.
1: But, yeah, it's right there. On I can that. for Paul the Yes,
0: the target bag with the Rubik's cubes, even though they're just black cubes right now.
2: So are you using your mic for for your audio too
0: yeah your- so it's it's using the system sound, but right now the system sound is through this interface, so I'm monitoring everything through the interface and running the mic through it. Nice. I mean, it, it just takes whatever you have set in systems. And believe, this is that Alesis I.O. doc that John Bailey gave me.
2: Oh, yeah. I can't even
0: buy it, like, But, like, I'm not even diming the gain on this mic pre, and it's still, like, it's very, it's pushing this thing pretty good, which right. I was really worried about because that's one of the things about SM7s you have to be careful about.
2: Yeah, I can't put the SM7 on my console because it just does not have enough inherent gain in it, and I hate that about it. Because it's got all the vibe.
1: Yeah, I see thing. people wanting to use like inline preamps and stuff.
2: Yeah, I, I use it mainly on like the API stuff that I have and the AEA stuff I have because it's just so clean. Yeah, and nice, especially for guitars. That's what I use it for mainly. But
1: do you think it would pick up? That I uh, I've been before. thinking about it, getting one myself, and what I, one of the things I need for need to do is stream my voice and acoustic together. You think it would capture?
2: Oh yeah. This oh yeah. Nicely. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. This mic uh,
1: does okay, but
2: yeah, it, it's definitely really good for vocals, especially if you have a gritty vocal. That's something that I've always had a problem with. I've had a client for years who has a cool voice, but it's so charactery and you have to really think about like how the clarity of his voice comes in. So I got one of those, and I'd always wanted one, but I didn't really use it for vocals. Like, And then I knew people used it. And I started using it. now I, I always double-track vocals that way. I yeah, there,
0: there's this little-known singer named Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah, and I knew that. And I knew that. I just never did it myself. But I always, like, always had that. Like, that was the first mic I ever bought. So I was like, well, that's weird. Why have I never tried that? And so, I don't know, like seven, eight years ago, I started doing that. And yeah, I always well, bring it everywhere.
0: I'm just loving the fact that, like, I mean, I'm used to using this guy, which is great. It sounds good, but, like, without having to put a pop filter in front of it, like, this, there's no plosives at all on this. Yeah. It's a great mic. Well,
2: that's why everyone uses that mic for podcasts and, you know, home recording things. Like, it's just a – it's kind of a Swiss Army knife because you can use it on bass amps. You can use it on guitars, hi-hats, floor toms. Cool. You know, hit drums, like – And I've used it on all of those things and it's pretty cool.
1: It's awesome.
3: No doubt.
0: I like mine. I just got it. I literally got it like three hours ago.
2: That's awesome. That's cool.
0: And I plugged in and worked right away.
2: That's the, that's the dream.
0: (laughs) So how, how's everybody doing? I mean, you know, we're, we're in here. We're all dealing with this. We're all in our respective little zones. Like, how are you holding up? What are you, what are you doing to pass the time? Um, Ben has been kind of, it's been interesting because like he makes his living doing live production. Like he's an A1 for a production company. That's most of what he does, but like he found this, this little niche and like business has picked back up for him a bit. So tell, tell the guys what you've been, what you've been up to.
2: So I did a, uh, a mix for a church group, um, doing broadcast mixing stuff and basically just streaming their feed from their console to a live stream with a with a you know nice camera and things like that or the other and um but what i kept finding was is that their mixes were just terrible like i mean anybody with a brain that basically a band leader could have instantly fixed this but it was just terrible like the quality drop off between their sunday and then this was just like super bad so i started I started on one of them and then I said, Hey, you're going to do post-production for video. Why don't you let me mix it back at the studio and I can make it sound like 10 times better. And they're like, okay, sure. So I did that and they were like blown away by it. And so then I ended up getting like, I don't know, 22 songs to do in like two weeks. It was nuts. I mixed my brains out and now I have nothing to do. (laughs) Um, but it was, it was really, really neat. It was really cool, but it's a really easy thing that really anybody can do. Um, if you're doing it from a live perspective, it's hard to do both at once for that. You want to have another console to do it a whole separate way, but anybody can really do it. I mean, basically I have an X32. That's what most of them were. And I made two bus groups. So a broadcast left, and a broadcast right, streamed it right to the camera. And everything I sent to that was basically like an in mix, if you will. But the trick is, is that you have to monitor it a certain way or it will not be the same thing that you're hearing. So if you're monitoring it with the PA or what you have inside the console, those two things aren't going to be the same. So you have to monitor it from the device and what you're going to hear, what the people are going to hear. So you monitor it from the camera, which in this case is not great for us because you don't have enough signal. It doesn't sound as good and all that kind of stuff. So you really, really have to have someone that can actually mix it right in those kind of more cheaper circles of church life kind of people. Like they just have a camera, they have a soundboard, you know, go. Um, but what I found was that I could do that, could sound pretty good with a 32 because 32s are great for out of the box and then mix it back in the studio and now really take it, kind of over. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. Um, and that's been really interesting because I've been doing it for my house. This is my second bedroom, which is not a studio at all. <laughs> and there's no integration or anything. So I have my little interface, which is this little SSL thing. And I have my big computer and I have a couple mics and a guitar. And that's all I've been doing.
0: So for the record, he's, he's got one of those new SSL mini console interfaces.
2: Mm-hmm. What yes. is it? The It's the SSL two plus.
0: Yeah. The two plus. That guy? Yeah. So they're like 280 bucks and they sound amazing.
2: They're freaking incredible. Um, I bought it actually not for studio work. I bought it for live stuff because a lot of times when I'm doing big shows, um, everything is stereo all the way across. So when you record video, record graphics, you do all these different things. And then sometimes for audio, they don't really care if it's stereo because it's just, filler music. or No one cares. But I thought, what if I could bring it in stereo on my laptop and then record right back into it? And I was like, that'd be kind of cool to offer that service. You know, here's my day rate. Plus, Hey, if you want me to do this, I can do this with like two steps of two buttons. So I started doing that and it was a lot cleaner feed, a lot cleaner signal. And then when I heard the SSL and what it did, I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. Like, this sounds really, really good. I need a console of that. And then I remembered that they're really expensive. (laughs) Um, But it sounded really, really good. And so I just used it for that. Then the other day, I was at the studio mixing some songs, and my interfaces were just, like, not talking to each other. It was like one was here and one was in Africa. Like, yeah, I just could not get anything to talk to each other. So I went, you know what? I don't need any of this. I'm just going to unplug it and plug this back in and see what happens. Everything went like this. I went. The oh, seats oh, parted.
0: Oh. and mm.
2: <laughs> This is really cool. <laughs> I was like, I really like this. So when the stay-at-home order came down, I was like, I could work at the studio or I could just like do this at my house. Why don't I just do this at my house? Yeah. So I brought that and a couple mics, and I'm telling people, hey, let me mix, hey, let me mix, and just mix up from home. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's definitely different. I'm not used to it. You know, there's no vibe. There's no room to do anything. (laughs) The air apparently doesn't circulate this well in this room either, so I get really hot. It's 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 not optimal at all.
0: Yeah, I just had to fire up my air mover from across the room just to get something going on here because it's it's real hot down here in the uh, in the rehearsal dungeon.
2: I told my wife that I need like a clip on fan or something, but then if I'm tracking something for somebody, I can't really do that. So I'm having to think of all these things. And I usually do everything analog in my world. So, like, this is like super digital for me. And I really hate it. But at the same time, it's really nice because it's really easy. So, I'm like going through all this, like, you know, kind of stuff. It's great to tune vocals at home, though. Yep. We're super super easy to do it. And I have a LaCroix fridge right next to me, too, which is really
1: awesome. Very nice. It's good. I've been doing my plain old job from home. My plain old boring. Well, it's not boring. It's fun, but I've been doing it. That's. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like I'm sitting around. I mean, I am, but no more than usual. And it's here instead of somewhere else.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, nothing's really changed on my end. It's it's the same thing. It's just, I don't get time alone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get to like listen to podcasts. I have like things constantly going on.
1: My podcast listening is way down and it's because I mostly did commuting. I mostly had minutes either way and,
0: People listen to the podcast when they drive and go to the gym and nobody's doing either of those things. And it's our numbers
1: so
2: definitely
0: reflect that our numbers oh, our are, numbers are in
2: fucking terrible. terrible. Yeah. Are they really interesting. Yeah. That's but it makes sense because I haven't done it either. I've listened to yeah. two right. since I've been home. Right. One because I've been busy too. I just like I'm not just gonna put the podcast on when I'm starting or doing whatever because it's it almost feels evasive. Yeah. When I, people are listening to what you're listening to. I'd rather just like put in earbuds, but then I can't hear my daughter screaming and
0: yeah. Yeah. It's problematic. But like my job is also church related to a degree because we are the presentation software that they use for services and uh, Easter. If you guys are keeping track, I know it's kind of hard, but it's uh, it's Sunday and today we had, we had a hell of a day. Um, People trying to get stuff sorted out before good Friday but I only got yelled at once, but it was the first person. And then yesterday a guy uh, told somebody that I, I should be fired because I wouldn't give him something that I wouldn't have given him anyway. And then he got himself banned. You know how bad it is? You know how bad you have to treat customer service reps for them to be like, you are not like, here's your money back. Go away. Like forever. Never come back. But that's what happened. So.
2: Christian company, nonetheless that's, yes, that's yes, awesome.
0: yeah, that's yeah, really that's, good. That's really that's, good. I
1: mean, that that means the management has your back in a way that's. You know.
2: It it wasn't that like
0: he he was he was unreasonable to me, and so I let him. I cut him loose, and then he came back, and then another guy picked him up, and they were like, because I didn't do anything wrong, he just didn't like the answer, and so, the, he got mad that the other guy wasn't like, backing him up and was backing me up because that's our policy. And then he finally started attacking him, and he was like, Okay, you're gone. And that was that.
2: It does look like they are having a drink with the Tiger King. Is,
0: can to- I give the kitty a drink? A kiki. <laughs> Inko Kiki. A little, for, a little for Joe.
2: Carol Baskin killed.
0: That her. bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she totally did. <laughs> That was like the biggest train wreck. I couldn't look away.
1: It was ridiculous. It was I just,
2: wonderful. It was so bad, but it was just, I i, I couldn't, I couldn't not watch it. And my wife was just the same. She was like, I have to, we have to keep
1: watching. Oh yeah, it was horrifying. Completely. And yeah. I mean, if you were the producer of a random Netflix documentary, can you imagine a better week for your show to drop? Like,
2: Oh, 100%. Oh, unreal. It yeah. became
1: the center of the universe. Totally.
2: Yeah, when, when that, that guy, that movie producer guy or whatever was like, hey, do you want to do this? He looked at him like, of course I do. I'm going to make so much money off of you. Right. Like, of course I'm going to watch this. And I was just like, oh. Well, well the
0: problem been. is, is that now he's more famous than he could ever imagine. And it's for like all the wrong reasons.
2: But but you know that he doesn't think it's that way. I don't
1: know. You I know, think
2: probably it's... People think, he probably thinks he's like, you know, next to Fergie and Jesus. Maybe. But, you know.
1: but this... Horrible thing on Netflix is him, his vindication. I mean, it's. Yeah. Not,
2: it, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Netflix has started to rank their top shows recently. I just noticed this like on my yeah. TV, they started ranking the shows over the U S like the most popular yeah. ones. It's fascinating. And Tiger King's been number one since that thing went up. Yeah. And I've just been going like, yeah, everybody's watching this cause it's a train wreck. Like that's, that's, that's why people are doing this and it's yeah. giving them, I guess some hope. When I watch stuff like that, I feel better about myself, usually. Yeah, yeah at, least <laughs> not,
0: at least I'm not these no. dinguses.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing about that, the whole Tiger, yeah. Tiger King universe is that um, apparently if you want to be at all a good person, you have to be an amputee. It's true. <laughs> Everyone else is just awful.
2: That is, a, or, or the campaign manager is pretty nice too.
1: He's okay. He's okay. Yeah,
2: he like cries at the end. He's like, we just feel so bad for him. I'm like, what the crap?
0: <laughs> My favorite was like, well, I'm a libertarian, so I mean, technically, right. fuck the feds. But yeah. yeah,
2: there they were. That was really funny. Yeah, yeah. so special, so special. What timing too. a friend that. of mine? A
0: friend of mine did a a video tribute to that. Uh, Restless, wild, and free song that plays on the big cat tiger rescue commercial, <laughs> and he did it all on green screen and played all the instruments and like it's all like cats, like like his house cats behind him. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the memes about it I think are better than the show though. They've been
1: incredible. It's, it's been TV pretty fair. solid.
2: It's one of those things where I usually get really annoyed of memes I get sent like all the time, but anytime it's the Tiger King thing, I'm like, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I mean, Great. i mean. <laughs> It
0: is spatial.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. I like that
1: one.
0: Trying yeah. To see the, the, new- the ISS. Um, Doug McPherson commented on your photo. Oh, he's just commenting on your this is fine.
1: Well, tell him the to backdrop. come in, and comment in person.
0: That's what I'm trying to see. It, it, like, nobody, like, sent a message or whatever. Like, they all know. Eight going nine interested.
2: I forgot you texted me and I was like,
0: Oh yeah, crap. I was just I, trying like, to man, make it, trying to make it interesting, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, like, you know, I've gotten a lot of these kind of requests to like watch somebody show or do this. And it, it, I, I can't, or the quality is so terrible that I like kind of twitch. Yeah. I can't watch it. And it's just, I, I'm terrible. But, and I was like, Oh, this is a virtual thing. This is perfect. I
1: can do this. It's
0: amazing how, what little, you know, production value is needed in order to make, make it look Really? I got the space
1: station ends like on the corners of my... I feel
2: really, really have a lot of vanity right now that this is my bedroom that's not decorated that we barely ever use.
1: If you had good, if if you had good front
0: lighting, if you go under preferences, you, there is a virtual background. You can just put one on, but the lower the light, the worse it is. Like mine looks... The way that it looks is because I've I'm on a green screen one and then I've got this massive light like pouring on me in the basement.
2: Apparently I have to be Yeah, see. Wow. Yeah, this is special. Man. Mm. Nice. Wow. Oh whatever. Okay. You're
0: too green, man.
2: You know, I thought about getting a green screen anyways. Just because. Yep. Also because I've I've delved into so much of this live streaming world real fast, real quick. And gone, man, I should have a switcher and I should have an encoder and I should be able to rent this for $1,500 a week. Yeah. I mean, because that's what someone quoted me for this little rig to yeah. do for somebody. And I went, damn, it's like five grand to get the right stuff.
0: Should I do this? And, well, I've been, I've been back and forth about that because there, we have all of these like work share spots around my house. And I pitched it to one, like you should set up a podcast studio in, in your space, just find a room that isn't being used and like set the audio up. But like, then that would, you know, you could rent it by the hour and then, you know, pay somebody to edit the the audio down right. or whatever. But yeah, I mean the upfront cost isn't huge, but it's, it's money.
1: There's something that Greensboro. <laughs> we have a, um, the arts, arts and cultural center downtown has a little podcasting room that, um, that's cool that you can rent. And there's a, the city has a podcast that they do out of there. Um, and it's well set up I mean, it looks like a little radio booth. It's nice. That's cool. Yeah.
0: But again, it's funny how little you need because I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm literally like, here we go. <laughs> and I'm still, it, it's just, it's a, it's a decent mic. And that's about it. And a green screen and yep. Joe exotic.
2: But you got you got the Carnegie is that Carnegie Hall is that what that is? Aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. that's awesome, well, yeah. nerd. <laughs> that's probably than anything. Yeah, that's sweet. That's a cool place to go if you've never, you never guys have never been. That's pretty killer.
0: Yeah, we got offered to do like a choral concert there, but like they gave they let us know about it like the week before, and like they couldn't get everybody
2: like together uh, to do it. I would have think- to like. Yeah, and in college, and it was... I had
0: never well, spent yeah. any time in New York City. It feels...
2: When I walked on like a, stage, I thought... I Like, this was the first time I ever walked on a stage, and I was like, this stage has seen some really cool people, hmm. and I shouldn't be walking on it. <laughs> 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 I was like, but it's really cool. Like, I was mesmerized walking in there.
0: I felt that way in, like, much smaller scales, like playing at the end in Nashville or the exit in or the Georgia theater, the 40 watt you're like, Oh yeah. Like going I, into the 40 watt in like college. And I was like, Nirvana played here. Sure. You know, like that yeah. kind of thing.
2: Oh, for sure. that was one of my friends when I was in LA, he was trying to get me to go to um, the Hollywood bowl just to look at it. Yeah. Just cause he's one of the engineers there. And I was like, Oh, I don't have time. I'll, I'll come back in like a month or two anyways. Like, don't worry about it. And this whole thing happened. And I'm so bummed because they put in a new PA and, but mixing there is like a nightmare. Like no one likes to do it because of the way it's shaped and everything and how well, it's a ball. Have it all time delayed. And it's like, it's like a, another level of engineering when you walk in the door. Mm. But it was one of those venues I went, man, I wish I had done that. That would have been awesome. Like just like the visuals for that place, like lighting for that thing is everything. And, um, Oh man, I would kill to do that.
3: Best concert I ever went to was at the Hollywood Bowl. It was Sting mm. and Peter Gabriel. Wow! Ooh, four hours of them alternating, and playing each other's songs, and just going back and forth with. Cool. It was double build, and they just played and start to finish. And uh, you know, Peter Gabriel opened it up, and then Sting came on for song uh. two, and then they did both did the song together for song three, and it was just like that the entire night. Mm.
2: Is it just me or do uh, I feel like people forget that Sting is not just this really great artist, but he's also a really badass bass player. Yeah. I feel like only musicians know that, but like he is so good. Yeah. He writes great lines.
3: And yeah. he sings along while he's playing.
2: Yeah. Yes. That too. Yeah. There's no tracks. There's no tracks behind Sting playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause he can afford a band to play it all. Um, That's true. One of the coolest, one of the coolest uh, Sting videos I ever saw was um, him playing "Driven to Tears" with Robert Downey Jr. fronting his band. Okay, Have you ever no, seen that? that? It's no, I, it's I, tremendous. No. Huh. That's so rad. You should look that up. I can't. You know, I've really been
2: a youtuber, and now I've uh, I've watched so many videos of random stuff <laughs> since <laughs> I've been home. <laughs> I feel like I've missed out on the world. Um, but oh gosh, just the dive that you go into is terrible. Nice. Oh, that's that's cool. I like the picture you posted. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. It looks like Dan is the overlord, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's why so I was
2: like, "Hey, Dan, say which something." Is fine. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's great.
0: <laughs> I've got the. I got everybody up top. You know, you can switch the views where like whoever's talking is the is the only <laughs> person you see, but like. I think it's better where you can just see everybody.
2: Yeah. Cool. I like that. I kind of wondered if if you would actually sell that roll-on guitar.
0: I was not holding my
2: breath.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm very relieved because I bought this one.
1: Pointy.
2: Nice.
0: Hoping that I could sell the other one. The problem is, is that I love this guitar and I can play it for like two, two of my main gigs, mm. but I still don't have, it doesn't work for members only cause it doesn't match the aesthetic. But mm. Epiphone makes, uh, the Epiphone has a Tommy Thayer signature Explorer. So it's an Explorer, but it's white with like silver flakes and like all Chrome hardware. And it's, it's equally as pointy, but much more like in line with the vibe.
2: You know, it's sad. As I was about to say, this like the first guitar I think I've ever seen since I've reconnected with you over this last, I don't know, eight years that I actually liked the look of. And of course, now you say it won't work for members only. So you. Say- <laughs> I'll
0: probably play it. <laughs> Let me remember. Remember that one that one gig that we played where I borrowed that guy's Thunderhorse, the the so the Silverburst Explorer. Yes, that was the problem. That's the one that that's the one that started this whole problem for me. Yeah. Was that? I was like, yeah. oh, sh- like I like mm-hmm. the way an explorer feels,
2: dude. It's it's such a crapshoot borrowing gear from people. It's like the coolest thing, and then it's the next day I buy whatever I use. <laughs> it's <laughs> Terrible. Like I remember borrowing a really nice microphone because I couldn't afford it when I first started the studio, and then I was like, I should buy a really nice mic. I, that's that seems prudent, and then I borrowed one from a friend of mine who was like. Has all of these ridiculously killer mics, and the next day I found it on eBay, and I was like, "I'm buying one of these." It's great. Still have it. Yeah, you guys
1: have me shopping the the shores on eBay right now.
2: You have the oh yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, those things are freaking great.
0: I mean, right now, I with all of the quarantine, um, this band. Well, actually, the guy, the guitar player for the band, whose guitar I I'm holding, uh, bring me the horizon. They are sheltering in place together and recording their new album. Cool, and their their vocal chain is this into a UA Arrow, so like literally like a six seven hundred dollar vocal chain, and that's going out. And I mean, their their music is sounds ridiculous. Like it's so well done, it's so well recorded. But like, that's all you need.
2: That's cool. I was mixing a record in, um, a couple of days ago. And the artist didn't like all the stuff I had on it. And it wasn't that much. Um, But I remembered that the single that I did felt really clean and felt just really, really forward in the mix. And so I went back up and pulled the session up to see what I did on it. And I realized I had two plugins for it. Two. And I went, that is weird. Like, is this the final one? Turns out it was the final one. And then I did that on the same, on all the other songs and it just, Clear right up and she was thrilled. But it just, it was the same kind of principle. It was one really nice mic, hardware EQ, hardware compression, and flat. That was it. Now they're really nice EQs, they're Poltecs and 1176s, but they sound really, really good. And it was very simple. It looked like the song wasn't finished if you looked at the mix. That's basically what it looked like, but I just didn't need to do it.
0: Sometimes more is more is less, <laughs> less is more. Sometimes the
1: opposite is true.
0: All <laughs> those things can be
3: That's true. true. I true. Tried to convince all my band members to everybody come over here before the shelter in place order, and we'll just all be here and we can all just uh, 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 rehearse and jam together. But uh, they all Nick uh, that and They they all have families apparently. Yeah. But, uh, Pssh, families. But, yeah. but what, what I did do is I've been. Um, uh, uh, I've been working with Macs for a while, and so I uh, I've had uh, older Mac laptops from like 2015 onward that all had Logic Pro on them. Yep, and a couple of Minis, and so I sent all my band members away with you know uh, with uh, uh, uh Logic Pro and an Apple computer and XM uh uh, uh or a uh. Uh, SM uh, 58. 58 yeah and uh, and a USB interface because you know over the years I just they all seem to like accumulate and
2: that's and so awesome. they,
3: they have their all, all their own stuff and so what uh, what we've been doing is uh, we've been trying to work together a system using Dropbox to put stems in and you know putting around a nice track uh, or a a, a a reference track, and then we all record ourselves against the reference track, and then we take in the the high quality ones back in the Dropbox, and then we assemble them. And we just uh, we actually just finished a video doing that, and nice. it's uh, same concept as everybody just filmed themselves doing uh, 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 recording the video, and uh, we've got uh, three uh, three videos that we're going to be releasing over the next couple of days and cool. each one that we're doing we're going to be we're doing it as a benefit for one of the local uh, uh bars that's had to close to as a, a fundraiser for the bar
2: that's awesome that's super smart i just convinced one of my clients to start one of his projects because he's been waiting for forever and i told him he had time that he's single and he doesn't have a choice <laughs> <laughs> sure. and uh, i told him to start sending me ideas because you don't you're in, you're at home. You're doing nothing, and I we literally had this exact same conversation, but not Logic GarageBand. And I said, just send me your rough demos this way. We can go back and forth all day, you know, doing this.
3: I I, I looked at I looked at GarageBand, and um, the the GarageBand just doesn't have like a stem export feature, at least not that I've seen. I haven't yeah. I, I've not used GarageBand a lot at all, but I couldn't see anything where I could just. You know what? You know, just print the track and send it to me. Right. Where it you can, you could go into the uh, uh, into the band folder and open package yeah. and go down, and you can actually get it that way. But I didn't want to give my the guys too much work to do, and so all these magic is register. so easy. It's yes. so
2: easy, especially for file sharing, comping, anything like mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah, I, I I converted yeah. I converted Bend to Logic about a year or so ago. God, it was just like on. get, I mean, like literally, every single time he was like Pro Tools, it was like Get Logic, Get Logic, Get Logic, Get Logic, and he finally was like, Oh, downloaded it, and I was like, Yeah, and then he was like, Yeah, it's, I'm using it forever now. You know, <laughs> I,
1: I I own it, but I can't seem to I can't seem to get myself off Reaper. Interesting.
0: I I was in a spot so when I was a PC guy, I, I was using
2: Prozels, Cool though.
0: Edit Pro. Which is now Adobe Audition, right. but when I started working for Apple, they, you know, I, I was a, I, I was wanting to be a software trainer, a creative, and in okay. order to do that, they were like, "I will pay you, hello, I will pay you to learn how this stuff works," and so they did, and so I am certified in Logic Pro. I know it about as well as anything else. Um. And so that's what
1: I use. And that's I've been that. called on a phone uh, a rescue mission. Is it right? Yeah, phone rescue it's under the couch. <laughs> under the couch. <laughs> so I'll be back. No worries.
3: It's awesome. Yeah, well, logic just it was it was the one thing that was closest that was basically I could get everybody uh, uh, into because of the they're all they're all my Mac computer. Right. And I could have Logic Pro installed on all of them. That's right. It's legal. Whereas, you know, I also use Studio One, and Mm -hmm. Studio One only install on two computers. Yeah, it's seat based, yeah. Logic Pro was, you know, I I wanted everything to be common so that when I'm explaining things to folks who haven't used a uh, DAW before, you know, here's, you know, I could sort of walk them through the thing and it'd be similar to everyone that uh, was doing it.
2: That's what I would suggest to people if especially if it's a basic thing, that's exactly what I would do and it's the cheapest option, but it's also the um the easiest like it's the most fluid. If you really wanted to do something really high tech, then I would definitely suggest Pro Tools but you know it depends on your application like for me, my application of using logic was I didn't want to buy into Pro Tools h d that was like ten thousand thirteen fifteen thousand dollars. Cause I just thought it was pointless when I realized I could spend $200 on logic and keep everything I had. I went, okay, this is probably worth it for me to learn this. It was a steep curve at first though. Let me tell you, it was, I got some phone calls. (laughs) Yeah. Now, but to, to my, you know, worse, my discredit was that I tried it and I, I tried it for a little bit. And then I literally got like 12 records within two months. And it was just like, here you go. And I was like, Oh fuck. So like it was, I went way too, like if it happened now, it'd be perfect. Cause then I could learn, but it's, it's not really the case. So
0: Yeah. I mean, I also like the
2: templates too, that you can do with yeah. logic. That's yeah. probably my favorite thing because I, I never redo, I never have to set anything up anymore. Um, I just use the same one over and over, which you could do for your bandmates. Hey, this is exactly what you do. Boom, boom, boom. Any anybody
0: can do it. Yeah, I mean, the other game changer for me outside of Logic was was getting Helix native. Mm-hmm. So having the Helix ecosystem in a plugin, like, oh yeah, a total no brainer. Because any, I can either use my Live tone, which is basically what I do. You know, if I was getting into a like a creative project and really wanted to like dig into stuff, I could also you know export those sounds and put it back into the Helix to use for for live stuff. It's not really the case. I, I basically have like two or three presets that i use pretty exclusively um with just certain things swapped out but like having that i i don't even have to like i don't have to plug anything in i don't have to i don't really have to do anything it just you know it just works and all my tones all my tones are there so
2: i'm at the point now where i've had the same gear for so long like different things that i just love and they've tried and true but now everything sounds stale and i know it's not and i want to replace everything. <laughs> and it's terrible. like i want to i want to sell my amps just to say that i tried the kemper thing and really go ahead first into it and then at the same time if it doesn't work and i don't have an amp i'm going to feel like a dud. so i'd say
0: just get the helix rack. Uh, it's uh, cheaper in a kemper.
2: i know it is. It's just what you can do with those Kempers and those Kemper profiles are just ridiculous. I mean, I'll get these tracks sent to me by these guys all over the world. And I'm like, man, your guitar sound really good. What are you using? Because I ask that to everybody. And when they tell me they use those Kempers and then they modded it off of their own amp and they send me the amp channel and then they send me the Kemper channel stereo and they don't tell me which one it is and I pick the Kemper profile, I want to shoot myself. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I mean, they're so great because that, the amps are always like they have more high gain to them. You can hear all the crackle in them, um, depending on how they're mic'd. Um, but anything that's direct like that, shoot. I, mean, that,
0: I use that worship tutorial setup for like almost every single gig. like almost all the songs and it does it sounds killer like low gain high gain like it just that Mm -hmm. one preset does all of that for me
2: i know so many famous guitar players in atlanta that that have started to do that that were these huge amp tone stop guys and they're all just like i don't want to carry an amp anymore (laughs) like like, they really just they're out of it they're just nope like unless you have the guys that still do that and are endorsed by all the people so they still do it but they're making Kemper profiles too when they're fly dates in London. They don't want to. Yeah. I mean, the Rhett,
0: Rhett Schull's doing that. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but Michael Westbrook is starting to sell HX stomp and Helix patches too.
2: He started to do guitar work for me. He's freaking awesome.
0: Yeah. He's killer.
2: I freaking love that guy. Oh Dee-Dee, my
0: gosh. DD's, you know, worked with us previously and yeah, he's, he's a
2: beast. Dude, he played this mandolin solo on one of my Americana records. Holy shit. I was just sitting there going like, why didn't I think to hire, you know, when you work with some work, you've heard of somebody for a long time they move away, they come back and you think, Oh yeah, they're the Swiss army knife guy. You should hire them for things. And you don't think they're like reachable. And then you meet them randomly somewhere and they're like, Oh yeah, of course I'll play on your record. I'm like,
0: (laughs) well, yeah. You're like, do you play my record? He's like, you got money? Yeah. You're but like, like, yep. You're like,
2: funny well, I now.
0: can play on your record.
2: Yeah. Like last year I, um, I had a client who has a ton of money, financial planner guy, but then makes these super high end records. Doesn't tour. He just plays shows. He plays at every bar in America. Basically he does like over 200 days a year. Just him. Acoustic thing. Super weird. Great songwriter. And he's super picky about the people he has on his records. So he wanted me to call Aaron Sterling to play drums on his record. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to guess he's really expensive, but we'll see. And that dude was so cool and so nice. And he wasn't that expensive either. It was like 500 a song for drums. And he gives you bajillions of takes and will do whatever you ask him to do, which I just thought was super interesting. Um, and he'll play on your stuff. No, nope, he doesn't care. Now, he might not post about it, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it, it was still cool. And he actually, he ended up, could, he couldn't do the record because he had to go on tour with John Mayer for two months. And I would have had to wait like a month and a half. And he was like, I was like, ah, I can't do that. And he, and we were emailing back and forth. And then he called me on a Saturday morning and told me personally, I'm so sorry, I can't play on your record. And I was just like, this dude is awesome. So it was super cool. That right is a, now, that's an
0: that's an excellent lesson on how to market yourself in this business. Because well, all I did he was delivers a good product them. and he's a good person and he's easy to work with. That's yeah. basically
2: it. Oh yeah, dude. And I mean I got tons of guys like that, but it was just it was super cool. Like I just did that yesterday with I knew of a guy in Atlanta that was a really great drummer for a long time, moved away to Nashville did the Nashville thing. And then he got on tour with Marin Morris as her drummer has been doing it for a long time. And most guys in Atlanta know him because he played with a bunch of different church artists. And, but he was the guy that was like, he's really good. He needs to take that next step. He needs to take that next step and hasn't done it yet. And so he did some video of him playing drums. And I said, your snare tone is awesome. And he just, and he started like, when I mean like, you know, when people type to you a message and you think, oh, they're just going to like it or this is really quick. He typed me like four paragraphs about what he did and what he was using. And I was like, nerd. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. And then we literally talked for like two hours about drums. And then he quoted me his rate, which was like $200 a song. And I went, okay, so like, what kind of gear do you have? I was thinking, okay, like, does he remote? Like, how does he do it? The dude has got more gear than I do times ten of like his stuff. He has like a full API sixteen oh eight console he's got racks upon racks of EQs, distressors everywhere. you know he has eighteen drum kits.
0: Oh, is that all? <laughs> and he
2: uses in and out, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll call you. <laughs> like I just couldn't believe it, and then I figured he's gonna give me his email and he gives me his cell phone number, this number his Europe number. And I'm just like, what the world. And all I did was just like DM him on Instagram from his video saying, I create snare town. Yep.
0: Sometimes it's all it takes. I mean, it it is really, people are a lot more accessible nowadays. I mean, we were joking about that with the Jimmy Vendera thing. Like that, that guy's book changed my life. And I literally just, uh, uh, Jason Dozer made a mic stand for him Mm -hmm. and, I friended him on Facebook because we then had a mutual friend Mm -hmm. and we just we've kept in touch ever since. That's literally all it took.
2: That's cool. There's another guy that uh, I did that with. It's a drummer that played on a song for me that I'm about to finish up. And he was one of those guys that did a bunch of church things, but he was the guy who went to school for drums. He was just the guy that like really, really knew what he was doing. Like, could play jazz one night, rock and roll one weekend, church this, and could do all of that in a weekend and like not be phased. And so he did a couple records that I really, really liked. And it was the same kind of thing, you know, just sent him an email and he was like, did four phone calls to make sure he was doing the right thing. Sent me like 12 takes of drums. And I'm just going like, and he was also cheaper than my guy in town. And I'm like, what in the world? Like, and he also edited the drums, comped them, and then sent them to me. Yeah, and let's keep kind it. they're going like, is this all right? Is this, this, is, this is all gridlocked? Mm-hmm. And I listened to it, and I just was like, this was the best $200 I think I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> like, it was awesome.
0: You should tell that to Nathan.
2: Well, I didn't really include him in that.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying that, like, he yeah. – He's been like, "How do I add value?" I was like, "Well, why don't you learn the audio side?"
2: He should. He should. Um, he is great, though. Um, he's more of a band guy. That's his problem. Yeah. He's no a doubt. band guy. No doubt. And I've had so many band people lately, and I can't replace them. That's so what. That's the hard part. Don't break so- up the band if you record him. Heads up, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so <laughs> really bad, yeah. is this is this the episode i guess what are we what, what's the plan
1: i don't know i'll tell you i got to um just a minute here i'm i gotta go support the effort uh at uh what has turned into quite a lengthy bedtime here so um i don't know i mean maybe maybe this is uh maybe this chat goes out as the episode um oh that's fine with me
2: <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> for this. paul were you prepared for this
3: not really, but. Uh,
0: <laughs> but a few cents oh wait! You guys were prepared. Then you got what it takes to be a
1: podcaster. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You are.
2: You know me too well, though, Adam. You know that I'm a. I'm. Yeah. No.
1: You <laughs> got what it takes
2: to be go, a podcaster. The cabinet.
1: Nothing it takes nothing. It takes a microphone.
0: It does. It takes a microphone and the stupid, stubborn
1: stick-to-itiveness to just record shit once a week. And like in the weeks when nobody's listening to anything, just put out whatever you just... <laughs> like this week, honestly. Exactly. This
0: exactly. is probably the week to put out a, sh- uh, a shit post like this. Yeah, probably.
2: Well, it is interesting you are talking about the traffic of things because people are all over social media. So anytime I post anything, it's getting all this traffic.
1: Yeah. And so I recorded really this whole thing in video, in Zoom. Yep. So, um, we'll, I'll send that to you. You can YouTube it and then we'll yep. rip the audio out and make, make a podcast out of it. And, um, we'll call that, we'll call that content that we've created as content. creators.
2: <laughs> Art.
0: <laughs> it didn't happen. And then it did happen. And now it's a thing. It wasn't gonna, but no. now it did, Yeah, but now okay. it do. You should leave the part in for the, like the first 20 minutes where I'm like, oh where's the file i can't find the file gosh darn it where's the file
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you were really hunting for that uh hey worth the wait yes for sure
0: all right you ready here we go i'm gonna do uh, i'll I'll do the i'll do the stinger you can just put it in on the front love it (laughs) i don't have anything funny to say well what's going on everybody This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, a podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in Atlanta, Georgia, behind a majestic image of Joe Exotic. I'm Adam Johnson.
1: And here on the moon, Dan Ray.
3: And
0: joining us from all over the world, this is our official first ever Cover Band Confidential Happy Hour Zoom chat um, featuring our friends Paul and Ben. for those of you who have been listeners of the pod, uh, Ben is the front of house guy that I have been including he's in. Man. He's the Ben. This he's is the Ben. Man. He's from episode, I was, went uh, we did the green room <laughs> chat.
2: Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And, and also
0: from me. other just moments of post gig, you know, experimentation and retreading. He was there. And for those of you who don't know, um, he is going to be the host of a new podcast on what could potentially become the Confidential Podcast Network, maybe? Maybe. We'll just have to see. Think so welcome it. to Ben.
1: And Paul's wanna, from my wanna... neighborhood, Triad area of North Carolina. has Spindle 45 Rocks. and uh, Nice. Been a regular listener for a long time. Came out to one of my shows once, and that was when we met. And That's I took photos, too. What's
3: that? I took photos.
1: Took photos. Yes, yes, good photos.
3: I was I was practicing uh, my uh, uh, concert photography when trying to. It was good. Get, uh, there was a lot there was a lot of crap in there, but uh, <laughs> that's the so thing. The
1: man, about a,
2: take
3: photos as you can, and there will be a few good ones. Yep, you got to get that shutter speed just
0: right with all those moving objects and low light. It's uh, it is no simple feat. Uh, Paul, I didn't. We didn't get around to talking to this. What do you play, Paul? Where's I, your role in the band?
3: Uh, I play bass and I manage the band.
0: Oh, so you're one of us.
2: God bless you, sir. <laughs> one of us
0: for sure. I, I managed my band too, until I hired Ben to do it for me. <laughs> I need to find a Ben.
2: I need a Ben. No, I've, I've taught, I've told Adam before that you need to have a bunch of shows that are all corporate gigs. And I just come up for a weekend and mix them all for you.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: That would be awesome. One. And two, it would just be fun.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
2: You do a lot of bar gigs though, and that would be different because I have that not is not
1: mostly what we do. Yeah, minute. Yeah, and and um, lately we've been playing the same places over and over again, and I have um, the whole thing dialed in in my digital mixer. I can just sure. call my preset, and I'm good to go.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
1: no, no, that's why they exist. In principle, yeah. I'm totally I'm totally in agreement that live, there's nothing like live sound, you know, management and mixing. But, for sure. You know, to do it from the stage, like just pop open my iPad and boom, I'm going. Mm-hmm. It's
2: great. There's nothing more that I love than preparing for a show at my house with the console profile on my computer. And I do everything and then I walk in and just went click. Yep. And I go. So sure. I totally understand that. Yep.
0: Now, I don't know if you guys saw this um on the uh social media but uh, our friend who won the free pick contest got his picks back. Nice. And they look super sweet. Cool. And um you know friendly reminder if you are looking for custom picks like these, <whistles> line up. We got this guy right here. Got and it. with the QR code in the back which is like super like just genius idea. You can go to picks of, of destiny.com and use the code coverband confidential to get 20% off of your order. Order, order,
1: we'll
0: order, order. We'll, we'll add all that in post.
1: What's that? What's that? I just added it in pre. <laughs> anyway, so I think Be we're good. Jess. Yeah, this is fun.
0: So I think leave the video a hot mess. Yes, and then just cut cut the front part off. Uh, put it on the beginning after everybody all showed up, and then we'll just do and it then that. Leave way and it we'll-
1: in the middle again. <laughs> so we can show people coming back around yeah yeah that's, that's the plan around town yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah well i think we should probably do this again in a week or so just to because i think it's it was a good start uh-huh. and um uh-huh. if we can get a couple more folks on the line we could you know this could be a real great <whistles> combo session. yeah who's getting dms on the uh on the <laughs> I, <laughs> who's getting I, facebook I, messages I,
3: I, Glad glad is apologized she uh, she uh, she missed it uh, but uh, she, uh uh I'm I'm just texting her back.
0: All right. Well, you can let her know that we'll be doing one maybe not next week but the week after at
1: some point. All
0: right. Cuz I've just been drinking at home by myself. This is this is drinking home by myself but like with other people.
1: That's right. There's a song about this. You should be drinking alone together.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was uh, drink alone
2: it, it, you know when I
0: drink alone, I prefer to be by myself.
2: But uh, I feel like I didn't do great branding, though. I didn't bring. I champagne. drink alone. I didn't do champagne. I didn't bring champagne to this. I'm I'm so sorry. Wow.
0: Yeah, with nobody else.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know when I drink alone. I like, if you want to drink alone, I prefer to be by myself. If you want to consider a uh uh doing something about like jamming online with like jam gazam or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, you you, uh, you experienced that. Yeah, I I think that'd be a good talk.
3: We've been uh, we've been working on it and uh the hard part is getting everybody set up with it so that it's uh, no latency, but once they get set up it's it's doable. <laughs> it's not super fantastic, but it's uh it's it's doable. doable.
0: I love that as a marketing line. Jam gazam it 's doable,
1: not super fantastic <laughs> <laughs> and it,
3: well actually it, it actually does have some uh, some of the recording features i 've been playing around with well it 'll actually um, you can actually record the session like you 're recording with the, uh, with zoom now yeah and but it actually, it actually records everything local to each one of the computers instead of out into the cloud, and so at the end it like, uh, it 'll download all of uh, it'll download uh, OG files. Of everyone's individual session, and then you can download the local recordings all, and then you can uh, as separate tracks, and you can put them in as stems into a recording and
2: that's
3: uh, uh, put together a uh, reference track.
2: That's uh,
3: uh, that's what I'm trying now. I haven't done it yet, but that's where I'm going. I've just been uh, getting uh, the the work has been getting everybody set up so that they're uh, uh, as latency free as possible. Very uh, cool. uh, Yeah. Our project this week. Nice.
1: Good.
0: I'm I'm waiting on two guitars. I got to put down a child.
1: I I think, I think if, and when I leave you, it'll shut down this whole thing. It will.
0: So that'll do it for this week from Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson from the moon. I'm Dan Ray. You guys want to sign off too?
3: From Winston Salem, North Carolina.
2: I'm Paul. From also Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Ben Ivey.
0: You've been listening to the cover band confidential podcast episode ninety-six.
1: ninety-seven? Seven. I think seven.
0: Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven episodes of quality content winner. just like this.
1: <laughs> have a great week, guys. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash Bye. Your- Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media. And if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.